What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Thoughts Pen and Podcast. It's your host, Shy Solo. This week, I got a very special first-time guest. Go ahead and ask yourself. Hey, y'all. I'm Kayla. I am the owner and creator of Sun Tea 7. And Sun Tea 7 is an herbal tea company. And I have tea accessories as well. And... That's it. That's it. Okay, nice <laughs> intro. That's nice. I didn't even have to ask you to say anything, so that works. Well, outside of you know, uh, presenting yourself. But anyways, um, I got to go ahead and get to the penny thought of the week since everybody got a little idea of you and your business. Um, yeah. So, why do you think people try to convince people to like things that they like? And I'll use this as an example in case you don't really get the question. But it's just like, let's say if it's a TV show mm-hmm. or like. Uh, What's the everybody called Ratchet TV? Reality mm-hmm. TV is like, you don't like this show because XYZ. And then it's like somebody could say, like, me, like, I'm not too big on reality shows. Right. And people usually try to be like, well, why not? What's the problem with it? Boo, 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 boo. So I was trying to get your spiel on that. <sighs> I think that they convince people to like things that they like because they just want to share common interests or have something to talk about. Because, wow. you know, like you said, with the show, if I know that my friend watches this show, then we probably have that common interest. True. So, and then they convince you to like things that they like because they just want to know if y'all are compatible sometimes too, especially when it comes to like relationships and dating. Wow. Or just to expand your horizon on different things, you know? That's true too. I never thought about it from that perspective. Because with me, like, the thing that made me, I guess, coin me me to ask that question because uh-huh. I see a lot of people always slander like one of my favorite rappers Big Sean all the time I'm just like that's fine I don't really care like, that's your I favorite like rapper? one of not like the top of the list mm-hmm. but either way I'm fucking judging me that's fine <laughs> I'm messing with you but nah like I was just like but people, people say, get so upset when they say that Big Sean is yeah. their, their favorite rapper yeah, either that or oh, I see what you did there. But nah, like my whole thing is like if somebody doesn't like something I like, then I don't really try to convince them to check it out. Like mm-hmm. it's like okay, if that's your opinion. That's your opinion. It's not that big of a deal to me. I just feel like sometimes it's just like I wouldn't say it's overcompensating, but it's just mm-hmm. kind of like well, you should like it because of this and that and the third. And it's like, bro, if people, I, I, my whole thing is like I don't try to force my views on anybody. I was you're entitled to your own yeah, opinion for sure. But do what like, you do, like what you like. Yeah, I'll present it like I watch this show, or I listen to this right because X, Y, and Z, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And not a whole like I don't feel like it needs to have a whole diatribe about it all the time because like it's not that serious, bro. It's just at the end of the day, it's just entertainment. But like you said though, some people could try expand somebody's horizons because it's like, hey, like I like you know hanging out at the spot or doing this and that. And somebody else might be like, okay, well, I'll give it a try. Yeah. You know, I think that gets convoluted. It opens the door. It does. But I guess it gets convoluted because sometimes it feels like someone's forcing their view on you. Like, no, this is good. Mm -hmm. You should like this. And then, you know. But if they never tried it before, they might like it. That's true, too. It's open to interpretation for the most part, I guess. But, yeah, I guess that's for me. Like, sometimes I don't think it's that deep work to be arguing with Bama's over stuff. Because it's like, that's your opinion. Everybody's ears are different. Mm -hmm. Everybody's point of view is different. So... That's how I think. Yeah, good. don't. I mean, but don't start getting mad at me because I don't like what you like. Yeah, nah, I, that's my whole thing too. Like, it's like it's not that serious, bro. To me, like yeah. it's not the end of the world. Like life goes on. We were friends prior to this situation coming up. We can be friends afterwards. Not always gonna see eye to eye. Like with me, a lot of my friends, I always challenge like their thoughts, and they challenge my thoughts as well, mm-hmm. which you know helps you become better people. You know, but some people kind of have that whole oh, spending. Thank you. <laughs> but some people, I guess, like having like, you know, yes men and yes women around them all the time. So some people don't like to be challenged, I guess. But I mean, I can't live like that. I'm going to get my point across at some point. 
or just give you my point of view. So I like that. No, thank you. I try. I try. So uh, to pivot on to the next question, well, I guess we can get into your business actually. Mm -hmm. um, what made you create Sun T Seven, and what makes your brand different, like a niche compared to other tea brands? So I've always been into making things. I've always been creative. I've always liked to do DIYs. I always liked plants, nature in general. So Sun Tea 7 kind of happened as a joke at first because my mom would brew herbal tea and she would put it outside so mm -hmm. the sun rays would hit it. And then once that happened, you know, you got tea. True. So I called it Sun Tea. And nice. Sun Tea 7, the 7 is for my birthday. Um, my birthday is in July. So I like to say that that's when the sun is at the highest peak in the sky. Really? Did I know um, that? I, I just like to say that. That oh, okay. might not even be true. Okay. I know but... it's a God number. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Sun, sun T7. And um, I've always been t into like holistic things and being sustainable and like eco-friendly. I got more into that like with the pandemic and everything happening. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people now are turning inwards to like heal themselves and figure out ways of how can I eliminate going to the doctors. I'm not saying don't go to the doctors because we all need to be going to the doctors and getting routine checkups. But I know people want to go to their cabinet and figure out how can I use what I have at home and be resourceful hmm. and then make myself feel better. Um, and so the brand is based on um, reconnecting to nature and like sipping with good intentions so when you're making your tea um, using all of your senses to make yourself feel good and um, speak good things into what you're making while you're making the tea mm -hmm. so um, at first I started with just tea blends and then from there I added in like the accessories so now I have dehydrated fruit mm. I also have honeybee sticks um, and then, of course, as I'm going, because I started my actual website in 2020, um, I actually made it a formal business a couple months after that. So Smart. I just launched my website before I actually made it a business, right? Yeah. So, but I was learning to do these things as I was going, you know, like yeah. opening a bank account, where am I going to source my tea from, where am I buying my my uh materials my supplies um and i think my niche is that i'm just a black young woman that's interested in herbs and plants and you know yeah. I, I think that sets me apart because at first when i was looking into the arena of just being an herbalist all i saw was white women so i see now I'm learning that there's a whole world of people that look like me that are into herbal tea and just living a different way of life. And I feel like that sets me apart that I'm interested in these things and then I'm able to share it with other people. Nah, that's dope. I like that. So uh, I wonder, have you thought about doing any merchandise, like other merch, like clothes yet? But it's just like... Yeah, so a lot, a lot of a lot of what I'm thinking of doing is mm -hmm. is written down on paper, and it's also in my thoughts, right? Thoughts pending. 
Yes. Shameless plug again, right? <laughs> uh-huh. So I have it all what I want to do eventually, but I don't want to speak on it. I understand. Um, I just don't want to set myself up. I get it. If I don't achieve that. Yeah. But there's a list of things that I want to incorporate, you know, into the business as a whole. Okay. As far as merchandise, um, you know, everybody has the t-shirts and everybody has the the hats and things like that. Like, I'm thinking aprons, you know. Wow, yeah. You know what That's I'm what saying? saying? Yeah, I understand um, that. Because right now I'm in school as well studying to be a nutritionist. Okay. So before that, I took like herbal studies and um, I'm trying to incorporate herbs um, and being a nutritionist into my business of Sun T7. No, that's plausible. That makes sense. You, you know? Yeah, and it goes hand in hand. Yeah. So eventually I'll get there. I just don't want to speak too soon on different things that I have pending. Thoughts pending. Yes. <laughs> Yo, son. I get it. That's nice. Um, so, I guess, speaking of thoughts pending and all that amazing mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, talking about being a nutritionist mm-hmm. and dealing with, like, you know, the whole holistic vibe, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's a perfect segue for uh, this next question. So, do you think it's imperative to change your friend interest once you hit a certain age? And if you guys listen to the previous episode, you'll understand where that question comes from. But, uh, you hit the previous episode? Probably didn't. No, I so didn't. So, I will tell you, basically, it was a tweet that somebody had posted that said something like, uh, once you hit, like, 30 years old, you should change, like, I guess, what you're talking about with your friends. Let me try to find the exact mm. quote. Because it was interesting to me because, like, when I first saw the quote, I was just thinking, like, man, it ain't that serious. But then, like, one of my homeboys was like nah he's kind of at the point because you know you gotta start growing and i'm like i understand that concept but i feel as though um you gotta have balance at least for me mm-hmm. i have to have balance with everything i do i can't um you know keep doing strictly business or strictly you know leisure so here's the tweet uh by age 30 your circle of friends should be talking more about investing and creating side hustles rather than their favorite shows on netflix so that's oh, why that's what okay. stems that you know that question basically uh, you you know what? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we should think differently in every stage of our lives because we're just getting older and our we we start changing the way we move is different. So yeah, it's kind of difficulty for us for a second. But anyway, um, yeah, um, you said at different stages of your life, or once you reach a certain age, you should always try to, uh, I guess, change to a degree. Like as far as like people you deal with or stuff you do. Because, like I said, from the original question, like, I'm cool with, you know, talking about businesses Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And also talk about my favorite shows on Netflix or HBO Max or whatever. Because it's like, it's about balance. You know, you can't always talk about business because that gets boring after a while. Can't always be on joke time because, you know, you can't. (laughs) It's not the way life works. I I was going to say, I want to be able to do both with my friends. Okay. You know, I want to be able to laugh, joke talk about goofy stuff but also be able to talk about goals and businesses and just growing in general as a person like how you feeling today i want to be able to talk about everything it's not just about it's not imperative for me to change their mind about things though right and to feel like i'm forcing them to be interested in this and they're not but i want to be able to 
really be on all types of time with my friends, not just, oh, we only talk about business. I see. You know, we need to talk about all things, not just one topic. Yeah. You know what? I agree with that because, like, I recently had, like, an epiphany not so long ago with some of my friends I've been dealing for a few years. And it's just the point where it's, like, kind of growing apart in a different facet because everybody goes on different journeys in their life, you know, because of whatever reason life happens. But it's just, like, it's not like I love them any less. It's just, like, certain things I'm not going to talk to them about, you know? And it's, like... They might not be interested in that. Like, for example, it could be a business like, hey, I was thinking about getting like this vending machine business on the side or something mm-hmm. like that. And some might just be like, man, I'm good. What I do now? Like just work my job, going home, whatever. And nothing wrong with that. If that's what people want to do, then cool. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's also made me venture out more and grow and try to network with other people, you know, and then find other interests. So I think it's imperative that you do have a a different set of friends like me i got different sets of friends that represent you know different sides of myself you know like my friends that's into outlandish stuff mm-hmm. you know got friends that's into like you know uh i would say like working or whatever the case may be or whatever their field is whatever and i got some friends who's just like just kick back and talk about whatever but you know i don't never really uh how can i say i would say i'm not really pigeonholed with just one group of friends like you know i got friends for different things and myself so yeah i think it's important to have different friend groups in general just some friends you're gonna kick it with you're gonna go out with but some will go to church with you you know so it's different size of friendship and sometimes you're just on different levels with people and i understand that you will grow apart in your journey you probably will grow closer it just depends on what what friend and how, where you hold them at. Like, some friends I have are, are like family to me. Like, uh, same. You, you know, they we probably won't talk for months. But when I see them, it's just like, we didn't skip a beat. Like, that's that's family. You for know? sure. So, yeah. Um, it, just de- it just depends, you know, on the situation. And um, I'm not going to f- try to force you to change your mind about something and you have friends that are really stagnant and they've been doing the same thing for years. And then you have friends that are really like goal oriented, like every year they're doing something else, but I don't love you no less. It's just, we not on the same wavelength. Yeah, for sure. You're right. Yeah. And I think sometimes people really don't know how to tell that to their friends. Cause mm-hmm. some people like have subtle changes in their life and they'll just be like, all right, well I'm doing this from now on. So just not gonna deal with you anymore, something like that. Versus saying like, "Hey, bro, going through this right now. Yeah. I catch up with y'all when I see y'all or whatever." You know, do whatever you feel is That's good true. for you. That's true. If too. you don't, if you choose not to deal with me anymore, for whatever reason, and it brings you peace. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm like that now for sure. I don't really care about this yeah, shit. I'm like, all right, bro, like, whatever works on. for you. Most of us, a lot of our friends are what in their 30s or yeah. just under 30. Yeah. So at this point, we trying to get away from drama where well, I would hope so. Like yeah. Some of them, some of us are still in it and trying to get out of it, of the cycle of constantly being in some mess. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it just is what it is. Yeah. Everybody finds what path works for them when mm-hmm. they do. So I don't really harp on it too much. I will say in the past, I've definitely was a little bit selfish like damn bro what the fuck like why can't we all kick it it's like Rashad, everybody can't go bro you know everybody, everybody can't, can't go. go so everybody can't go <laughs> that might be the title for the episode but um as we move on to another subject that's been pretty prevalent um i'm not gonna speak on it too much but roe versus wade 
They're talking about overturning abortions, to my understanding, correct? So I guess one, well, I don't guess. I would like to get your spiel a bit because I think it's a deeper situation for it outside of just, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, break it down for listeners that are, I guess, if I you're living under a rock. But. I feel like it's so disrespectful to think that you have a, a woman who can can have children, mm-hmm. but she never wanted children. Yeah. You understand? She never wanted children to begin with, but now you're saying you have to have this baby. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like, where is the right to choose in that? If I don't want to have kids, I never wanted kids, but I just so happened to get pregnant. It was a oops. You know mm-hmm. women that had abortions? Yeah, plenty. Plenty, right? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And so that's mine. It's it, it, it messes me up because it's just like, I know so many women who've had abortions. It's either, yeah. you know, economically they couldn't support the baby. Yeah. You know, the, the baby daddy was going to be trash. Correct. Um, they, they weren't stable enough. You know, they never wanted kids. They aren't plain and simple ready to have kids so they aborted the baby right you, you know yeah. and i feel like that's our choice like if we don't want to have kids right now we don't have to have children but i know it's a lot of people out here who will throw a bible at you or they are so pro-life that they believe you have to have that child yeah um but i feel like ultimately it is our decision it's not a it's not a man's decision. Of course, you can talk to your partner and be like, look, what are we going to do? And he has a say. But ultimately, it's the woman's choice. Absolutely, because what she wants to do, that's it. You know, you this know? Is, I don't even know why we're talking about this anymore. Because it's just like, this was, I thought this was put to rest in the 70s. Yeah. I with mean, the Supreme Court. I don't, I don't I even know why it's being brought up again. Like, come on now. I mean, midterms are coming up. I really feel like it's all political shit again. Because I feel like the Dems could have got this situated eons ago but it's just like it's the same revolving door every decade or every election cycle and it's just like son i guess for me personally i'm just kind of clocked out with some of the stuff that we <laughs> no i'm just being real i'm clocked out because it's like how emotionally invested can i really get in a situation that i know that they know what to resolve for yeah. from the economy to drugs to everything there's an easy resolve for a lot of shit but they don't do it they just Mm-hmm. You know, put a bandit student loans like, bro. The list goes the fuck put on. A right over yeah, they put a bandaid over it. <laughs> wait till the next election cycle to try to get people. You see, the Dems aren't helping you guys with this, so you should vote Republican. Or Republicans are trying to take away this from you, so you should vote Dems. And it's like, bro, fuck out of here, man. Like <laughs> now, y'all just using us just to get your your uh, party up, basically for the most part. To me, now, granted, we can get into the whole. This isn't a political podcast. I might even get into the whole way elections mm-hmm, work and mm-hmm, shit. But mm-hmm. after a while, young, because I'm a history buff, so I watched this documentary from like, I think it was uh, on CNN originally. So it showed like every decade from like the 60s to the early 2000s. And mm-hmm. over and over, every decade is a financial situation going on. There's a war. There's an outbreak of a disease. There's drugs. And it's just like, what the uh, fuck? Uh, never ending Yeah, cycle. never ending cycle of the same stuff. So it's just like, yo, it's, <laughs> I can't get emotionally invested, you know? Like, not to act like I'm above it, because I'm not, it affects everybody in some way, but it's just like, bro, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, how mad you want me to get? How performative? Because there's always performative shit behind it. Guys, we got to start rallying together. Mm-hmm. This is why you need to vote. This is why you need to do this. It's like, no, you motherfuckers need to do your jobs, bro. What the yeah. fuck? At the end of the day, y'all checks are still clearing. 
And we're still out here trying to, you know, dealing with the turmoil with the decision that y'all make, you know? So, man. They want to keep the cycle going. Yeah. I'm going to jump off my soapbox. But this young lady by the name of No Emma G on Twitter made a good point, which just made me think. They said, I think Roe versus Wade overturning has a lot to do with the labor shortage and dropping birth rates. U.S. birth rates have been dropping really low. And while people think less people means more resources, it actually throws the entire economy off. Which kind of, I can see that. Um, she went on to say, what's one of the main points I try to talk about? I'm not going to talk y'all to death with this. But long story less long, uh, the she's right. The lab, there is a labor shortage, you know, because of COVID prior to that. But not only that, people aren't having kids as often because of financial strife, you know, speaking for like the millennials. And people are just literally scared to bring mm-hmm. kids into this world right now. Yeah, for sure. Understand it, it has so. really been in shambles. So it's just, do I even want kids? Do I want kids right now? Yeah, you know, for sure. It plays a part. And what does that really look like for them? Oh, so here's one point that she did bring up. She said, a lot of people are saying that the birth rate is only dropping for whites. But Liz Research says it's dropping for all races, white and black at the same time rate, actually. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Let me see this. Well, this is off of Google and shit. But basically, it just says the birth rate from 15 to 19 years old dropped 8% in 2019. It's falling almost every year since 91. Shout out to 91 babies. 91. Uh, birth rates <laughs> fell 8% for Asian American women, 3% for Hispanic women, 4% for black and white women, and 6% for moms who were American Indians or Alaskan Natives. Interesting. But like those points that we've just brought up a second ago, it's so many different things that come into it. You know, like we never really recovered from the housing crash that happened back in 08, 07, you know, and now we're about to on the brink of another bubble bursting. So I can, I kind of understand. And then we talked about student loans earlier. It's difficult for people that have, you know, six figures worth of debt having kids between, in between all of that, you know? So social economical reasons are probably why reason people aren't really having kids like that anymore. So I can understand it. Yeah. And it, there are people who want kids and they, they want to have kids, but a lot of times it's eventually, or if I have find the right person or yeah. if I'm, uh, financially stable. There's always different factors that contribute to people having kids or not having kids. True. No, you're right. But at the end of the day, you know, like I, I said before, like the whole Roe versus Wade trying to overturn all that shit, it's just like, bro, it's exhausting. Because after this, it's going to be something else. Because they try to take away, you know, critical race theory because of, I mm-hmm. guess, a lot of white people don't like talking about the past much like atrocities that the country has made which whatever at some point the internet's free like kids are gonna find out it's kids there. are gonna talk so you, see it. you can only it's hide with so much information <laughs> even now like last thing i talk about to get off my soapbox but like the tulsa oklahoma uh three surviving victims mm-hmm. they're in their early hundreds and they're just now getting a case like two of them are 107 years old like rest in peace at this point yeah to the people that passed already but it's like bro they waited a whole lifetime just to go to court for something that happened a century ago, literally. And you want to try to hide that. And it's more than just Tulsa Oklahoma situations out there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, y'all can do your Googles. But it's just like, yo, this shit just gets old. And that's why I get to a point where I'm just like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to tweet? What hashtag you want me to put up? How do you want me to wait in solidarity with you guys and hold hands mm-hmm. and bullshit? Like, come on, man. Like I said, Bamas know how to fix a lot of these situations. They just don't give a fuck. So. And they won't. Yeah. So, you know. But anyways, this is almost some lighter news. I think it's light news. 
People can interpret it how they want. So Dave Chappelle was attacked uh, during while performing at the Hollywood Bowl this past week. And they said the suspect allegedly had an armed gun. Apparently, it was a gun that had a knife in it. Some wild shit. Yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, if by now y'all hearing this, y'all probably already seen the video. Dude got stomped into oblivion. Um, from what I was reading, apparently Dave will not press charge on the guy, which I can understand because I'm already whooped your ass, bro. Like, what more do you need to do? And then he came out on the stretcher with his arms folded. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's collarbone poly. He got beat down. Yeah, he got the hands and for, feet for put the on attack. him. Like, he yeah. ran on that stage. Yeah, like I saw, uh, well, y'all seen What footage? made him do that? Did they say why he did um, From he... what I was reading, it was said that he was a part of the uh, trans community. Okay. I want to make sure I get this correctly. Um, I guess maybe, now I don't know because I'm not him, but I'm thinking the motive might have been because, you know, uh, Dave has made some comments that people might not appreciate it. From oh, that so community. he was retaliating pretty much something he said. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. The way I'm playing it out, you know, the way it seems, sounds to me, and I'm just like, yeah. you know, you picked a great time to do some shit like that, bruh. Like, that, that's not the time or the place. Because my thing is, you pay money to get in the motherfucking show. Then they get stomped out to get your ass beat. That just doesn't make sense. But I think I was reading something that said that he showed up to court um, ah. with the whole gown on, the hospital gown on. Oh, wow. My man. Like, <laughs> you couldn't change your clothes first? I mean, he probably had to get there on he time. Went straight, he went straight from the hospital to court. Probably had to catch an Uber, man. I know he pleaded not guilty. So, you know, and then from what I read, the district attorney said they're not pressing charges either. So. This is probably going to blow over. And, of course, Dave is going to turn this into content because that's what comedians yeah, do, you know? Yeah, he's a comedian. Yeah. yeah you know, you they're always going to say things that Rob make you up. upset. Yeah, you know. Or make you laugh. To me, make you sad. it's just words. I mean, granted, can't speak from the body that, you know, feels affected by it. But I just feel like, bro, like, you got to choose your battles. I definitely choose my battles. I'm not going to run up on a motherfucker that I know is a few million up on me and probably has security. That's going to probably beat the shit out of me. You know, and he didn't press charges, so he probably was like, yeah, you getting beat up was enough. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, his bail was only 30000 That's light. Yeah. Yeah, because I only paid 10% of that, so, man. I see how all this worked out. But, yeah, man, um, I don't know. I mean, I think one thing I felt was interesting is that people, I guess, are saying, like, comics are getting attacked, and it's just like, at the end of the day... You can say what you want to say and feel how you want to feel, and people can do the same exact thing, you know? Not saying that it makes it okay to attack Bamas on stage, even though I was definitely cool with Chris Rock getting slapped, but neither here nor there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, people say things and people react, mm-hmm. you know? So just, you know, fuck around and find out, bro. If you want to try to attack a comedian on stage. Chappelle had the right one that day. He sure did. Because <laughs> I heard Buster Rhymes in that pile, Jamie Foxx was in the pile, too. Everybody's getting licks in, man. But really? it's just like, yeah, because, uh, you probably didn't look at the uh, video, but like at the end so of it, so they like, was all stomping him out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, because that's why in one of the videos, uh, Chappelle said that I've been doing this for thirty-five years. I always want to stomp a nigga out, and he did it. <laughs> and I understand because you know you get riled up sometimes. I saw you post earlier talking about sometimes see if you still right. got it, right? Yeah, I just want to see if I still got it. I'm gonna <laughs> cock that thing back. So, ooh, yes, I'm so, just waiting. Yeah, it, it's all good, young. But yeah, this is gonna blow over because we're not gonna care about this and. Couple business days. 
honestly. Hey, that is funny, though. Nah, it is. I think it's entertaining, man. It makes for good content. Yeah, it does. So, perfect segue for some more stuff we're not really going to care about in the next couple of days. Mm -hmm. um, some people made a big situation out of this guy that joked on Drake, basically. Um, let me see if I can find the original joint. It was on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he said, imagine you're... So, it was an Instagram post about... Uh, the Ball family. Y'all like know about basketball. You know about Mellow Ball and his crew. So anyway, somebody just said, imagine your son makes the lead and he's Jar Mellow or Lonzo Ball. He, all you can do is be elated and competitive and over-supportive. And it's a rite of passage that the OGs talk shit. I know I'm about this one day when my son is in a Rubik's Cube competition. Someone nigga decided to uh, Instagram a bag and basically just say, your son probably got ghostwriters. <laughs> And then Drake responded, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. So he Drake followed some guy's wife on Instagram. They're also, well, I think the wife's from, I think the father's from Virginia. So either way, I thought it was funny. Look, Drake had time. He did. He was just, what do they call that? Trolling? Yeah. He was just playing. Yeah, exactly. He don't want the married woman, but, you know, some people could see that as disrespectful. Some can. You know, from what it looked like, they were good sports about it. Apparently, also, from what I was reading, someone made, I guess, a fake Twitter page with the couple and all that stuff. And they were just going on and on and on. Even though I did see someone post, like, I guess, some screenshots of the guy's story. And I guess he's just making jokes off of it. Like, basically, like, somebody said, I'm about to get divorced. Drake going to take my girl down. All this other kind of shit. Sound like he was being a good sport about it. I don't fully know because I really wasn't invested. I didn't really give a fuck, bro. Yeah. Honestly, like, it was funny to laugh at for the moment, but... Man, because I'd be on Twitter, because like, I saw it happen like that next morning or whatever. And then literally by like the, the end of the evening, people were still like going on about it. I'm just like, bruh, it's over with. So uh, the young lady that got followed, mm -hmm. TonyBowden.x, said, to clear a few things up, I did not ask for any of this. Uh, I did not ask for any of this. If you actually know me, you know I'm a very to myself individual. She said she didn't make her husband troll Drake. She didn't uh, make Drake follow her. Long story less long. She also said she didn't make a Reddit post. That was fake. So people were accusing her of doing all these things? Yeah, basically. Like everything she has listed on the list. If I'm telling you, people make things out of nothing yeah, all the time. That's the like internet is so sensitive now. It's, it's like it's you can't even the say the, the, the grass is green because somebody going to come and be like, well, it's got shades of turquoise and evergreen and <laughs> it's got some lime in it like yeah. come on now I, yeah, I, I don't get it man people be bored son like I think that just goes with the whole quote unquote stand culture and shit it's just strange to me you can tell she had to get that off though because nah, that's sure. a long post to post on your story yeah Tony had time Tony had time and I understand that man cause it's like now you're just trying to violate my name dog all you really got and is and she's name. getting angry hateful messages that's why I said stand culture son some people on the internet are strange uh, and most times these are like teenage well actually be adults Just too far bread. People are strange, son. Like somebody said in the quote, like I fear that we're sharing this earth with actual psychopaths. <laughs> and I do as well. Like that doesn't make any sense. People make fake Reddit posts and Twitter accounts for stuff for individuals they don't know and just making up shit. And then it just drives a big ass story out of nothing, basically, out of thin air. And it's just like son, how bored and miserable we have to be with your life to do some shit like that. Or entertain some mm -hmm. shit like that. That's why I said once I saw like, you know, Drake and follow this girl Joke, haha, ha, that's it. But you know, I guess somebody found some way to try and be like, you know, we can turn this into content, mm -hmm. which is where let's we're at. Let's flip it, let's flip it. Yeah, they always do now. Yeah, I feel like it's more prevailing because you know, everybody has access to the internet, you know. So, I don't know, yeah, I thought that was strange. 
entertaining at first. Got strange very, very quick. But, you know, that's how things go. So, it's cool. But, uh, yeah, we're going to be thinking about this next week at all. Um, yeah, when did that happen? Oh, uh, this happened on Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, this... Okay. What the hell was Monday the second? Yeah, it's happened, I think, on Monday or Tuesday, whatever. But yeah, but they, just they got their little 15 minutes. I'm they sure did. Her, her following went up. The husband's following went up. For sure. I mean, if she wasn't married, I probably would have followed her. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> My younger look all right. But anyways... uh <laughs> Segway to another situation that I thought was interesting. I talked about this before earlier on a podcast about how TurboTax was basically going to get sued. And they had to settle out... Uh, and pay restitution overall for 50 states. I think it's 141 million dollars, mm. and it got spread that across you know 50 states, which I think is still bullshit because they hit like they robbed you know uh, TurboTax users for billions. I think in 100 billions actually. Let me see real quick. Like to pay that much restitution is bullshit. Whoever the fucking district attorney is that did that case is a sucker dog. So when do we see this money? Um, for what I was reading in the article, they said the checks have been mailed out allegedly. And oh, we'll see already. It at some point. So it's starting. Yeah, it's starting now. Okay. Um, but they sh- they're gonna stretch that money really thin. Nah, we'll see. I mean, the thing about it is, like for example, for the state of Maryland, they already said like uh, includes that more than two million in restitution. You know, um, for the, for misleading Maryland consumers into paying tax service they could have recovered for free. And from what I was reading, I think they said it affects up to like 66,000. Click on it. Click on it. I don't think Homie got any links with this joint, but. So is this, is this true? This is true. It was a news, cause he works for, uh, W Bolt TV. So he works for Baltimore News Channel. Why, why hasn't it taken off? What do you mean, taking off the tweet? The retweets and. I mean, I, I can't speak to people's Twitters, man. I mean, sometimes, you know, people only care about dramatic shit, bro. Like, let me see if I can find some. More info on this, because when I was reading a, a post um, from WBL eleven, they were basically talking about how it would be spread across sixty six thousand Merlin residents. Mm. So I did the math, like that's a good thirty dollars, give or take, you know, per resident. You was like, I need my thirty dollars. I mean, it ain't really gonna help at this point, <laughs> but you know, that can go towards some gas or something, maybe. No, these gas. That that shit won't help with gas for I gotta put premium in my joint though. I'm getting robbed, so. Where is the uh, full payout? <laughs> it's cool, though. I mean, it's just money, man. Life, life is getting harder. It is, but I mean, the cost <laughs> of living gets kind of wicked as we get older, man. Thanks to uh, corporate greed. Oh, man. Let me see. The settlement software. Yeah. $141 million to low-income turbo tax users. I'm trying to see how much they have fucking laundered off of us, though. I know it was in the billions. Like that's wild as shit. Hell yeah, you only paying back one forty one. That's not even gonna hit your profit margin. That ain't shit to me. That's wild as hell. You only paying back one hundred and forty one million to pay across fifty states. Oh, that's pocket change. That's a light ass check for real. Of course, they're not gonna show how much they took off of them. I could have sworn I saw Arthur said how much they took. Two days ago. It was definitely in the motherfucking billions. Oh, y'all got me fucked up, bro. I'm not. Come on, CNBC. Ah, <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Um, yeah, consumers are expected to receive about $30 from each year they pay for the services. And they will automatically receive notices and a check by mail. So So they said for each year. Yeah. Okay, that's not that bad. For each year. You know, I might walk away with a hundo, maybe, give or take. 
That's weak as shit, but you know, it's cool, man. I still feel like 141 million getting off light. I could have swore it was in the billions. I know it was in the fucking billions. But yeah, a little slap on the wrist for Dunk. You know, white collar crime doesn't really get that much mm. heat, for real. It really doesn't. That's why mad niggas pay it. Whoever runs it just pay that little weak ass bill. Ah, oh, for 4.4 million. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. weak. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Let no. me know when you get yours. I'm going to call you. You'll be the first to know. I'm like, like okay, look, it came. I got my 30, dog. <laughs> for the happy hour, man. Drink first shots on me. After that, that we want to figure funny. it out. But um, as you get ready to wind this episode down, anything else you want to write about before we get up out of here? I just want to say I appreciate you for inviting me on the pod. Oh, for sure. And I just want to make sure you all follow me um, on Instagram, her abstract. And then also follow my business page at SunT7. And I also have my website is SunT7.com. You can purchase online or in store uh, at Union Market and in Georgetown at Shop Made in DC. Mm -mm. All right, babe. Send me the links so I can pull that in the description. And then, you know, bamboos can click on it from there and, you know, catch up with you and everything. Yes, sir. As for me, you already know, uh, Thoughts Pending with no G on Twitter. Thoughts Pending Pod on Instagram. Shadow Solo on Instagram. No, Shadow Solo on Twitter. Shad Solo on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, this is our time until next time, y'all. Hopefully, Kayla will be back sometime soon. I know she's a busy woman. And uh, it's our time until next time, y'all. We are out. Peace. Peace.